Welcome to Dear Human Resources. In each episode, you'll hear about current HR topics and trends from experts, both practitioners and researchers, with the goal of giving you an insider's look at human resources. I'm your host, Marilyn Germain. In this episode, we welcome Hinal Turner, Vice President of Content and Consulting at the All In Company. She's a certified HR professional passionate about finding creative solutions to help businesses succeed. She has provided consulting services to more than 200 businesses of varying sizes and industries. Welcome, Henry. Hi, thank you for having me. So we're going to discuss the qualities of what you call five-star employees and how organizations can recruit them. So let's start with five-star employees. What makes an employee five-star today in America? There are five traits that we associate with a five-star employee, Um, so I will go through them now. So the first is that the five-star employee is one that shares your core values. And when I say your, I'm speaking to the business owner. So the five-star employees share the core values of that business owner. So really what is important and valuable And what does the owner pay attention to 100% of the time? That is what your five-star employees also value. Next is that they are possessing seven or higher. So they identify with what we have as our 11 qualities of our five-star employees. So five-star employees are supportive. They're collaborative. They produce quantifiable results. They achieve goals. They complete tasks. They are open to feedback. They're very flexible. They're proactive. And they actively listen to other members on the team. Five-star employees also meet or exceed their role-specific skills and aptitudes. If you think about the specific role that this employee is in, your five-star employee is one who is qualified above and beyond. A five-star employee is also successful in their role. As a five-star employee, this person is meeting your success metrics for the position. So we, it's super important for you as a business owner to identify what success metrics are for each position so that you can measure what success looks like and your five-star employees successfully meet these metrics consistently. A five-star employee, finally, is someone who produces quantifiable results to a point where they are providing you as the business owner a three times return on payroll because, again, they are elite performers. They are five-star employees. Wow. That's a tough job (laughs) for any recruiter. (laughs) I want to ask you some questions about how to recruit those employees. But first, I'd like to ask you about how this definition has changed. I mean, I assume that what makes a five-star employee has evolved over time, right? I might think of it a little differently. I, you know, I would challenge our community, I challenge our business owners to really think about the definition of a five-star employee as one that is unique because a five-star employee is going to look different in each organization, and even so in the different positions within your own organization. For example, one quality might be that your employee has to be passionate about 
their work. So somebody like myself, you know, being an HR nerd, I'm all about people. So I love working with people, influencing people. I like training people. So I'm never going to be a five-star employee sitting behind an Excel sheet all day, crunching the numbers. That's just not something I'm, I'm passionate about. So you have to really understand what it is that you're looking for to help you identify those five-star employees in the wild, in the market. So I wouldn't say that the definition itself has changed over time, but I would say the definition within the organization or for the specific business owner is going to differ from person to person. So you say that 23% of businesses fail because they don't have the right team. Can you expand a little bit on that? When, um, when we think about how a business you know, first starts, kind of the life cycle of a business, and when they first start working with the team, everyone is you know, all hands in and everyone is pitching in to get everything done, right? Everyone's making calls, responding to clients, helping with production. Um, and as a business evolves, you find yourself you know, needing more and more experts. And the people you may have originally worked with are only going to be experts and five-star employees in certain areas. So, you know, I would, you know, challenge the business owner to take a look at their team and evaluate, well, what is it that you are truly a five-star employee in? And what do we need support with? And what, what gaps am I missing? And so oftentimes, you know, the people who stay with the organization will just take on another task and, and take on another task. And I hear it all the time. I wear 10 different hats in the company. And so that means that one person might be dropping the ball on one of those areas, or maybe they're just not as passionate about it, or maybe it's just not their top skill set. Um, and so that oftentimes leaves organizations with people who do not make up the right team. So let's come back to those five-star employees. I'm really intrigued by that. What do five-star employees want from their employers and how can organizations recruit them? Five-star employees are looking for a number of things. So they're looking for an employer today, especially in today's market, they're looking for one who they connect with. You know, I've read countless articles and recent times where an employees are, you know, completing surveys and they're telling us that they're looking for an employer that they connect with. They're looking for the business that is making a difference to them and someone who really understands what they're looking for. So employers or job seekers out there are looking for organizations, again, that make a difference. They're looking for organizations where they feel valued, where they're listened to, where they can be comfortable in the organization, vocalizing their thoughts and really being able to be you know, recognized for their success. And I think your second question was, how can an employer find these five-star candidates right, in, right. in the wild? The, how do you right. find them? <laughs> and, and, and they seem very expensive. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that, that comment. There's two things you know, I think of when you know, I talk to my clients today, when they're looking to attract and really find these five-star employees. And the first 
it's quite simple. You must know what you're looking for before you go out and find these people. You have to, as the employer, outline a very clear recruitment process. So you need to have such tools as interview questions. You need to have assessments. You need to define your own core values so that you know what to look for in the candidates that you're interviewing and that you're recruiting. You need to look at your job descriptions and identify, well, what does success look like for this position? Does success mean hitting a certain target? Does success mean providing a specific amount of feedback? What does success look like for this position? And then when you go to recruit, you're being transparent and sharing exactly what you're looking for to the people who you're interviewing or even before you're interviewing um, in your job postings. So lots of times we find that the job postings out there are very similar. You know, naturally, the person who was applying for the job, they're going to apply to everything out there. What we want to do to sort of recruit people who are five-star employees is set yourself apart. You need to be different. You need to outline that success in this role means that your sales are exceeding $10,000 a week. So you want to be so specific in your job posting that only the people who love producing these quantifiable results for you will apply. So you want to do different things like that to filter out these one, two, and three-star candidates so that the pool of candidates that you end up seeing and coming across your board are those who are five-star candidates. So what is it that you're doing? You need to know what you're looking for before you go out into the wild and hunt. Um, And the second thing is really to think about, am I casting a wide enough net? It's not enough now to post on LinkedIn, to post on Indeed, just to do an online post in general. You have to dig deeper and really use an out-of-the-box creative solution on, on recruiting. So maybe you can do something like a referral program for your internal employees. Maybe you're going to the local schools and universities and recruiting directly with and partnering with them to recruit candidates in the major that you need. Uh, you're Maybe you're going to the local community centers, libraries, and partnering with them to find people you know, who would be a good fit for your role. So you just really need to be different. And your organization helps people, helps companies find those candidates? So what we do is we specialize and we teach entrepreneurs and business owners this five-star rating system. And then we work with them directly to help build out their recruitment process. So we're in a cohort right now, and we're working on building custom and interview packets for a chiropractic office. And so it's very interesting because we're learning about what is important and what does passion look like for this particular doctor. We le- we're learning what does success look like? What's his expectations for the doctors and front desk people who work in his organization? And then we are building a process based on that. So let's come back to the price of such employees. I mean, that sounds like an expensive proposition to hire those five-star employees, isn't it? Are you referring to a salary, like to what you have to pay? Yes, talent is expensive. Talent, yeah. 
I find that a lot of five-star candidates out there, their salary is just one factor. And so I was, it's funny, I was listening to another episode um, of your podcast and uh, where their employees were surveyed and the results yielded that employees today are really looking for that connection. So a lot of times, even if you do find that the salary is, people have that misconception that salary is is the only thing that's driving five-star candidates. I think a five-star candidate wants more than that. Like they want that connection. They want that recognition. They want to be in a place where they feel that they're heard and that they're actually making a difference and a contribution. And I, I think in general, the market right now, absolutely, like the wages have just skyrocketed. I mean, I saw a sign the other day at McDonald's where, you know, they indicated that the going rate was starting at $19 an hour. We've not been in a time like that. That's very high. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm thinking about, you know, small businesses who can't really afford uh, talent to hire five-star employees, but also nonprofit organizations. We do consulting for nonprofit organizations at our university in our program. And most of the time, they can barely recruit just, you know, paying minimum salary. So I can't imagine them being able to attract that kind of talent, except that, as you mentioned, sometimes it's not just the salary. It's uh, where you work, it's how you work, the ability to work remotely, et cetera. You know, the, that flexibility in your work and flexible schedule and all those things. So that counts the total package, what we call, you know. Right. Yes. And, you know, another thing is when we work with our clients, we first ask the business owner to evaluate their current team, right? Like, let's look at your current team and you need to identify how many five-star employees you have. And if you do have a five-star employee, or if you don't have a five-star employee, you've got to own it. You've got to be the leader and you've got to think about, well, does do I need to transition this person to a different role? Or is this person maybe just not a good fit for our organization anymore? Because we find that a five-star employee oftentimes does two, three times the amount, the amount of work that a one, two, or three-star employee is producing. So one, two, and three-star employees are often distracting. You, you know, the, the people you have to check their work all the time. You have to follow up with them. You have to redo their work. You kind of have to take work away from them. And that's where your, your biggest expense is as a business owner is the amount of payroll that you're spending on these one, two, or three-star employees. So even in this market where it is more expensive in general to find talent, you're still going to pay the same for a one, two, or three-star employee as you will a five-star. You just got to take the time to understand, one, what a five-star employee is for you and challenge yourself to not to settle. You know, you say that entrepreneurs need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and to go all in on those top employees, those five-star employees we've been describing. What do you mean by getting comfortable with the uncomfortable? And how do you suggest they go all in on their top employees? 
I would say when we're talking about being uncomfortable, it is very uncomfortable to have to look inside. But as the business owner, you know, you've got to own it. You've got to be the one true leader. You've got to be the parent of your of your organization, of your employees and own the leadership of your team. So if there is somebody in your organization who is really not meeting your expectations and who is not objectively identified as a five-star employee, you've got to you know, own the uncomfortable and, and have a conversation with that person and consider transitioning them outside of the organization. And that's very uncomfortable. I know um, for a lot of our clients, I've talked to them about and consulted with them to help them transition somebody off of their team. And, you know, I say, okay, well, tell me about this person. And so often it's things that, oh, well, you know, this person's been with me forever and they've been very loyal, but, you know, they're very difficult to work with. They're, they're not approachable and all these different factors that you kind of almost doesn't make sense for you to put up with. You know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as you try to scale, you know, you're not going to be able to scale if you're holding on to these one, two or three star employees. And that conversation, I would say, can be uncomfortable. Very interesting. It sounds like loyalty has actually a price, right? <laughs> it's interesting. Well, yeah. And, and it's also interesting because people will hire somebody so quickly, right? I hear it all the time where, oh, my son's friend wants to work here. And the owner is like, okay, great, no problem. So they were very quick to hire this person on with no filter, no application, no assessment. And then when on the flip side comes and the person is not working out, there's suddenly this loyalty and it just doesn't make sense. Like you've got to put that business first in order for your business to successfully scale. Thank you, Hino, for your insights on five-star employees and how to recruit them. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dear Human Resources. In each episode, you will hear about current HR topics and trends from experts, both practitioners and researchers, with the goal of giving you an insider's look at human resources.